are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, everyone. Thank, Happy Thursday. Thanks for making this your first listen. This is actually going to be uh, put in on time, so the, hopefully this is your first listen and not your 30th listen. So, whatever. And if you're listening to 30 different podcasts during the day... You're really committed to you podcasting. You are committed to podcast world, yes. With John Schuster, I'm Mike Luke. Something that I've noticed about our guy Tommy Lloyd, mm-hmm. the Tommy gun, yeah. whatever you want to call him. I don't know that anybody's calling him that, but it didn't take off. It's really corny, whatever. Tommy Lloyd doesn't... Yet true tommy lloyd does not use timeouts i noticed this that is true my dad to give you an idea real quick my dad not exactly a big sports fan i'll give you a couple examples here we're watching the super bowl dad doesn't know anybody on either team doesn't care but he's watching it with me we're up in fort collins you know to humor me a couple uh, little bits of insight from my dad when the teams come out on the field first he notices first comment kid you not both these teams have animals on their helmet. <laughs> True. It's accurate. It's 100% uh-huh. accurate. And you know the thing about the Locked On Wildcats podcast is we, we strive for accuracy. Right. Second. And and before before the second, remember and remember the second. Let's be honest. That's a lot more insightful than a lot of ter- what Terry Bradshaw said for years. 100%. So I appreciate I, your dad's input. He also said, and this is maybe my favorite and one of my most, one of the more underrated ones that I think really, uh, really synchronizes well with time. And uh, Jalen Ramsey uh, is play or is playing, obviously, a very good corner for the Rams. By the way, we all told you to bet on the Rams in that game. If you didn't, you're an idiot. Um, Jalen Ramsey, <laughs> my dad sees the name Ramsey flashed across the screen, and he says... They say the folks who uh, bet on the Bengals and made a crap load of money. Yeah, anyway, correct. go ahead. We, I, we said money line. <laughs> oh. Yes. <laughs> but my dad says, Ramsey, that's a good name for someone on the Rams. Wow. All right, uh-huh. so I'm hanging out with them last night because I'm not feeling good. I need to be babied and everything. I got some travel sickness. I took my COVID test, not positive, just so you all know. Then my dad says, uh, last night, Richard Patino is on TV. Mm. My dad, dead serious, says he's got to be related to Rick Patino. <laughs> I sit here, is he right? I sit here and tell you he is. <laughs> wow. Not only is yeah. he related to Rick Patino, uh-huh. he came out of Rick Patino. <laughs> well, in a manner of speaking, yeah. I mean, I, I literally, figuratively, whatever you want to put it, yes. Uh, so that's what we're talking about. I think the wife had probably, the, the mom probably had a little bit to do with that. To quote our good friend Kevin Woodman. Let's quote our good friend Kevin Woodman. Kevin Woodman, one of his favorite phrases to say is, by the way, Bruno, Hi, Bruno. very happy to see John Schuster. Bruno, it's good to see you too. You are in a very excitable mood. Bruno says, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to get into this in the last segment. Geese are assholes. I've heard but, geese are assholes, aren't but they, Bruno? my dad's watching the game, and you and I, John Schuster, have talked about it many times. We're like, because we do another show on another network, a post-game show. And we're like, man, these games are over in like an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> yes, and that's my, true. Yeah, we're wondering, how in the world is this happening? And my dad doesn't know anything about this, says, Tommy Lloyd doesn't use timeouts, does he? And you know what? It dawned on me there. And sure enough, I'm looking at it. This is a tightly contested game Uh going down the stretch. 
Lloyd's got three, three timeouts, time which is the maximum that you can that have. That's fantastic. <laughs> That is literally you play right. Do whatever you want. I don't want to call this. I time believe out. that you're going to work your way through. Yes, this. and you know what? If you don't work your way through it, that's not well. You. I that's guess because I have three timeouts. That's it's fascinating because he's damn right. Yeah. That's the reason these games are like an hour and forty five minutes. Sometimes when you get guys like John Schuster and myself, brainiacs uh-huh. in the highest degree, highest degree, highest degree. Mm-hmm. You start thinking to your, you try to outthink yourself. Yeah, you do. Whereas you want to come up with that contrarian point, yes, the deeper point than somebody something else. Like Doctor Vance Luke looks at it and says, "Yeah, it's easy. He doesn't call his timeouts." <laughs> and sure enough, again, this wasn't a blowout. Right. This was a game. You should have been was, using damn timeouts. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. It was like the especially op- a game with fatigue, where both teams are tired. You need a timeout to get your second and breath. Keep it, nah, and we keep in mind, we are we're an Arizona fan base here. That has come off Sean Miller, who would use all of his timeouts, yeah. and Kevin O'Neill, mm-hmm. who I think if he if you did if he didn't use all his timeouts, I think that he thought he would have to deliver a subpoena for himself <laughs> as opposed to somebody for others. But there it is, and I like that. That also goes to show you, though, it's a lot more Lute Olson than it is uh, the other two. That's the for only sure. thing is I want I need you I need Tommy Lloyd, and I'm sure that he's locked on Sports Network big time. You know, guy. Oh, by the way, Bruno. Mm-hmm. Bruno's starting to look at some nips. Oh, we can you see certainly it. are. All right, Bernie. Uh, I know. Right, let go of his head. See what happens. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. that see, was. See, you're so much more energized since coming back from Fort Collins. That, that had a, some. That was. Bruno's walking around on his back legs like yeah. a human, waving at people. Bruno like is. He's in a. Bruno is literally parade. wearing jeans uh-huh. and a collared shirt uh-huh. right now. Yeah, you're the one walking. Oh, walking oh, Mike oh, Luke right oh. now. Yes, uh-huh. he is. This is very on the prowl. You're on the prowl. He is on the prowl. All right. Here's what I want to do, though. I want to – let's take a quick break. We're going to tell you more about it. Bruno's got some chomping to get to as well. Bruno's very happy to see John Schuster. Let's take a quick break. Thanks for listening to Locked On Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, Schuster. You and I have talked about it before as I saw another nip right there. Bruno, keep doing what you're doing. He deserves it. All right. NetSuite. In the past, we've told you NetSuite for rich people. You know what? I was wrong. Mm-hmm. NetSuite's for every man. NetSuite could be for Bruno. NetSuite could be for you. NetSuite could be for me. All right. Preferably if we run a business. Correct. Yes, you probably <laughs> want to be running something. Yes. But this is it. And this is the copy that I'm reading mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink at the championship is yours, but on your back swing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software to see the full picture you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite for the new year NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash locked on wildcats all right I read that I don't need to go anything more to that because I filled my contractual obligations when time we hope people use NetSuite yeah for sure do it do it when Tommy Lloyd came in here, the Tommy Gun said that I am uh, I believe in running because that's not a uh, not just a way to recruit, it's a way to win. The timeout thing goes a little bit in there and that he's letting these guys play. He's letting them figure uh, figure themselves out. Lute Olson, as we've talked about. One of the I like lists, you don't like lists, doesn't matter, I'm talking you're not. Lute Olson, one of the 15 greatest college basketball coaches ever. I liked how he generally used his timeouts, but at end of games, he did annoy me sometimes. I think back to the Illinois game, where it's, dude, 
the lead has gone from 15 to 1 and you called a timeout with like 40 seconds left. There are a time and a place to use timeouts, but I don't believe in just using timeouts just to use timeouts, and I think a lot of coaches do do that. The Tommy Gun doesn't. Hey, you've touched on some, something potentially interesting there. Oh, nice. Do you think— That's well, like somebody nice. saying, I actually think you're cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Well, Mike, I occasionally... You touched on something surprisingly... <laughs> surprisingly, I occasionally think you're cool. Thank you. Uh, I do too. There we go. Okay. Do you think possibly then that the stra- there's a deeper strategy in Lloyd not using timeouts because his team, he believes his team is more conditioned and has more depth than the opposition, and possibly using a timeout gives the opposition a second wind yeah. when he believes that perhaps his team, if they just keep going, uh, have, maybe has more room for success and gets closer to wearing down the opposition. You know what always cracks me up, and I think you make a great point there about well, the timeouts. Thanks. Yes, I think you actually... It's rare. Made, yes. you, you actually made a good point. Do you think there might be something to that? I think there is, and I think you made a. I think you made an interesting point. You know what? Who you know who really shouldn't use timeouts? And just before you go on, I'm just echoing the point that you made, trying to build on it. So maybe it was your point that I no, made no, as no, my no, point. No, 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 this is all you. This oh, is all you. All right, appreciate but, it. Thanks. Wait a second. For a second, crappy coaches should not use timeouts. Because if you are a crappy coach, you are calling a timeout most likely against a superior coach. They're going to come up with something better than you there. <laughs> so if you're a crappy coach, mm-hmm. and again, we're not saying we love yeah. Tommy Lloyd. Yeah. We're definitely not saying that. <laughs> but if you're a crappy coach, yeah. it's probably not the best idea to call timeouts if you're going against a good team. But what do you think is the plight of the crappy coach? Who's a crappy coach? Give me a crappy coach. And... One name, do not say our guy. Wow. I'm going to go with for um, Bobby Hurley. Bobby Hurley is a crappy coach. Okay, yes. let's go Bobby Hurley. Bobby Hurley is a crappy coach. You know the last thing Bobby Hurley should be doing against Oregon? Calling timeouts. <laughs> That's, dude, just play. Let these guys go. Because Dana Altman, newsflash, probably going to come up with something better than you are right there. Yeah, but here's the newsflash. One of the many problems with a crappy coach is that a crappy coach doesn't know he's a crappy coach. Crappy coach thinks he's a good coach, so it's okay to call timeout if you think you're a good coach. You don't think you're a crappy coach because you got a big ego. you got to have a big ego to be a coach at the high level. You think your stuff works. You're arrogant about your stuff working, so you don't think you're a crappy coach. You believe you can draw something up better than the other guy. Now, let me ask you this. Isn't it incumbent upon... Well, I'll tell you what. Let's take a quick break. BetOnline Sportsbook. Uh, John Schuster's talked about it. Find get on this sports book so you can bet against crappy coaches right there. <laughs> know it by using timeout. All right, we're gonna come right back with you. Okay, now we're talking about the crappy coach. Isn't it? In, let's say you are ASU, and ASU is a dumpster fire right now. I think that's fair to say. You know what? It's funny how things have changed so much. Arizona this time last mm-hmm. year appeared to be in the total absolutely monstrosity yes now everything's like oh crap Uh we don't care we lost a grand canyon 35 to 3 in baseball because we got football Mm -hmm. i mean you know yeah yeah joking aside you know there's arizona arizona athletics it's phenomenal how fast it happened i know we talked about this on a podcast this is this is my this is my uh this is my salute to my guy dave Hickey, Mm. who i'm sure is listening i like dave great yeah okay and he but deserves the credit for. He deserves, he deserves a lot of the credit. Dave's taken a lot of arrows from a lot he of scumbags out there. Uh-huh. And Dave, now, you know what, Dave? Actually, joking aside, I got to give him a lot of credit. It'd be very difficult for me not to spike the football right now. Oh, don't, with, do not do it. 
No, I know. I know, right, right, right. But I you understand can't. what you're saying. You can't. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. But man, after all the crap that that man's had to put up yeah. with, oh, mid-major Dave, ha ha ha! I heard, oh, somebody else told me that. He's I'm in over his head. Yeah, yeah. I heard he's in over his head so many times. Well, it's funny. The Tommy Lloyd hire was not a hire that anybody saw coming, and you know what? That's a hire that was outside the box. That certainly does not. True. That so far has worked out very well. Yes, but the better example is obviously Fish with the football team. True, true. Which, which, in the end. Even though he's if still his boss games. had a lot to do with it, right? Uh, you he, can't. He had to make the, you can't crap on Dave when yeah. things are sucking and then say, right. "Oh, well, that was Robbins when they're right. good." No, no, right. no, 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 yeah. no, no. I uh-huh. see you people out there. Nice try. All right, real quick because then Schuster's got to get to cidering. This has been recorded on Wednesday, obviously. All right, this is called Evergreen, though. Um, yeah, Ray Anderson, athletic director at ASU. Mm-hmm. Isn't it your job then, if you know you have a crappy coach, to pull him mm-hmm. aside and say, Bobby? You're my guy. We're going with you. You can't call timeouts. You're giving another team the advantage right there. <laughs> Isn't it the on the athletic director to no. check the coach? No. Well, whose no. job is it then? Because no, no. coach is going to look you're at the mirror and say, to, I suck. No, you're going to have to, as athletic director, go to other people who you and the coach respect to try to get to the coach to say, what is it that we can do differently? Because if you start getting into strategy as an athletic director, the coach is going to say, basically, shut the F up, dude. You're the guy running, you're, you're the guy pushing paper. I'm the guy who knows strategy. You count on me to do strategy. Let me do damn strategy and get out of my way. That, that, that's a disastrous relationship possibility. And, and, and in the weirdest way, I, and, and Ray Anderson's his own level of curiosity and you know ASU talk about looking like it was spiking and then the stock plummeted uh, they certainly fall into that category and ASU's basketball's had a bad year but they're not that bad no, the talent not. is the weird thing they're is not, they, they do have talent right. so Hurley is recruiting at a place that isn't easy to recruit so if they had Bagley they'd be better right um, and but if he can keep a lot of people in that program I think then, then there's, and you know, obviously he's going to have to get an influx from the transfer portal and hope that helps. I think ASU can be okay again. Right. And they have won 20 games in a row in, what, three consecutive years, which for ASU is a benchmark. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are examples. Now, I don't think Hurley's a good coach. Right. I think, and, and I watch this year's team and think they're even worse. I'm not impressed at all with the, whatever offense they run. I hate <laughs> his stupid-ass weave. You can, oh, get a, you, can get, you can get away with that stupid-ass weave if you've got one guy who can break down the defense and it doesn't matter whether you're weaving or not. But they run that stupid-ass weave and do nothing do you, with it. Do you like, you know, it's not, it's, that's, be, or the, uh, that's that, so that, lazy that offensively. That's so lazy and on top of that too, you would also think that makes you cry for the days of Kevin O'Neill with the wheel motion right there. <laughs> the wheel. Oh, All right, man. real quick. Arizona's, the weave and the wheel. Arizona's playing we Utah. Don't like Arizona's either. playing Utah tonight or tomorrow, depending on how you want to look mm-hmm. at it. Quick pick, John Schuster. Uh, Arizona. I like Arizona as well. You've been listening to Locked On Wildcats. <laughs>